This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any of the apps to listen to is always appreciated. Hey guys, today I got a really good interview for you, which with is uh, Patricia. So I wanted to kind of get someone who had a feng shui background because I really like the idea of help finding other ways to help you attract abundance, create your homes and businesses. So thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to have you here. Yeah. So how exactly have you got into feng shui? Like I would love to at least get a, a background on that for my listeners. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, I got into feng shui, actually got my first books about feng shui when I was 15. So I've always been interested in it. I don't know um, why we moved house a lot of times growing up and I finally got um, an opportunity to um, decorate and kind of set up my own bedroom um, when I was in my late teens. And yeah, we got to, that was really my first foray into it. Now I went down a very strategic career path then and went, went to university and studied business and thought I was going to have like a proper corporate job. Um, and I started working with my parents in their business. Um, and then I kind of quit all of that. I worked in like marketing and was like, go, go, go for very many years and got myself burnt out and ended up moving to India to become a yoga teacher. And that really opened me back up to the spiritual realm where I had been very kind of interested in when I was much younger and I kind of just like shut it off really um and kind of followed the flock of everybody doing what they what they thought they were meant to do you know yeah um and then in my um and then when I came back from India I set up um a, a practice where I worked with clients doing sound healing and therapy work and releasing trauma meditation yoga lots of um, modalities um and what happened was this really kind of interesting conversions of like when you know I already always was passionate about feng shui and when I would have my clients working with me I was I also very intuitive so I would say to them like tell me about your bedroom what's going on in your house and they would look at me going like you're crazy like we're doing something about like when I was seven this thing happened you know Um, and I was like there's something off so that really led me back into diving into feng shui and I started doing feng shui in my own place I got my own apartment um in Dublin and decided to feng shui for love um and very soon afterwards I met my husband and people started asking me well, what did you do and I was like well these are the things I did and at the same time my clients I was saying to them to do things around their homes and that's when I really dived much deeper into it and came to a place where um we have to have our physical environment supporting us of um with what it is that we want to accomplish and create in our lives and oftentimes without us knowing our environment is actually blocking that success and that growth and that unfolding um so you know as you're saying this is like the introvert's bubble for me, you know, this is so important for introverts because you spend a lot of time in in your own bubble and you want to make sure that your own literal physical environment is as supportive as it possibly can be for you to do what it is that you want to do and how to shine your light in the world without having to be exhausted and, and out in the world all the time. Yes, definitely. We we love our spaces, we love our, our like little our own little world. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that's how I got into it. And um, yeah, we moved to Bali three, na- three, na- nearly well, three and a half years ago, and um, that's when we decided to do it. Well, my husband is also a feng shui consultant, um, and we both um, 
we decided to dive in and do it online. So we have clients all over the world and we've kind of created, we do feng shui the new way. So I don't really wear your care where your couch is. Um, I'm more about the energetics and making sure that it's um, a very energetically supportive space for you um, to grow and flourish and unfold. Okay, so what are some good points for people when it comes to creating that good energy flow? Yeah, so um, so there's a few layers to feng shui and that's where I like to kind of start is because oftentimes I think it's about like moving furniture or throwing things out or, you know, painting your whole place white or hanging some weird frogs or trinkets around your space. And that's not what it's about. It's very much um, there's um, different layers. So I like to think and make you think about your space like it's a person. Um, and easy things you can start with literally today is just like, look out your windows and can you see outside your windows are they dirty you know if you can't see outside your your windows are like your eyes the eyes of your home so they can't see what's coming at you you can't see where you're going and you're in a kind of um you know it's making you feel in like a vulnerable space so start with like checking your windows like cleaning your windows um and that can be quite interesting for people like whether you do you keep your blinds open or closed do you let light in do you open your windows do you like let that air into your home um is one of the first things i like to get people to kind of look at the next thing is looking at your front door uh this is if your house was a person is the mouth of your home. So it's where the chi and energy comes in. Um, so it's very important to make sure that it's easy to get in. You know, I've had lots of people in different places. I remember being interviewed for a podcast in the past. The lady was telling me that she wanted to sell her her house and no, she hadn't had any people come to view it in the year it had been for sale. And for me, that's like a huge red flag as a feng shui consultant expert. Like I work, like I probably sell their house very quickly. So I was like, what? Like, you know, and she's like, where do I start? I was like, start your front door. She's like, oh my God, the front gate is broken. It's really hard to get it even open. And I was like, okay, well, that's going to be trouble. And so when you open up the front gate, there's a there's like a, a hose pipe that people trip over and then you come up the stairs and the fly screen has a rip in it and this is broken and the front door jams. And I'm like, you're not even letting people in the front door. Like, how are they going to give you get in? It's like you're repelling them from before they even get to the front door into the house. So it's like start and look at your front door make sure that the gate is like easy to open the front entrance feels welcoming like you know imagine it it's like this like space that you want like and this is it's a double whammy because it's for you personally when you get to your front door and you feel like oh I'm so happy to be home you know do your spirits rise or fall do you have to struggle to get in the door if you have to struggle to get in the door that means that there's like a struggle in there's a struggle in your life it's it's like your house has a lot gives you a lot of signs of points of friction so you could have like some friction um with things like it is friction in different parts that could be then responding back to what's playing out in your life oh that is very true i've noticed that with some friends were like oh you decided to not clear out like the shoes and everything else for your front door now you're like frazzled and you just hate your kids right now like that that could be Mm -hmm. a reason (laughs) For sure. And like, just like you said, like your shoes and at the front door, like when you open your front door, what's the first thing you see? Do you see loads of, yeah, do you see loads of show, shoes and coats wrapped up? And does it feel like really overwhelming when you get in the front door? Because if it feels like that, that's going to, again, like be repelling that energy away. Um, and when, when I talk about it, 
energy. What I mean is, you know, it's like money, it's jobs, it's fun, it's good things, it's new clients, it's all good things that are flowing into your life. So you want to make sure that you're calling in as much as that as you can possibly. Oh, that's definitely a good point. Like, I, I luckily, my area, you, you can't put it in the front door or you just can't open it. And I refuse for that to happen. But I'm kind of looking around like, have I washed my windows recently? <laughs> At least I, I, my door, my windows are open. I always like the light in, which is the opposite of my husband. He likes to clo- the blinds closed all the time. But I'm like, I want fresh air, yeah. which I do do a lot. We can't yeah. always do that in here in the winters. Like, it's cold. <laughs> Yeah. And and that's okay. It's just even for a small little while in the day, you know, and, and also when you think about it, um, the, the space, like it's about looking at your house from a different place. Like, you know, it's like you, even just the fact that I, you're, I've kind of like questioned you and you're like, have I cleaned my windows in a while? Like when's the last time I looked at my underwear drawer to see if there's stuff that needs to be let go of? Like when's the last time I sorted through my bookshelves to move some things out? You know, when you know that's like it's like looking at your space from a very different perspective you know um i i'm just like um was just working on my weekly newsletter and um at the weekend i was at a wedding a friend of mine's wedding and like from the minute we got to the wedding everything was so like intentional you know just the the music the, the words that we use the flowers the food and it just oozed their personality and oftentimes we take for granted and we just make do with what we have around our house um, and it stays there for a while without us kind of intentionally thinking like, do I really want this in my house? Is it like making me feel better? Is it depleting my energy? Is it aligned with where I'm going in my life? Does it, do, you know, so it's like looking at your home from a perspective of making it be like a vision board for your life as opposed to being a um, just this kind of shrine of your past and lots of old stuff that, you know, you don't even want or love or need anymore. Yes. I, I've had, there's certain parts of my house where I'm like, this is great because I clear things out the what I want here. Like the front of my living room is great. Cause I have the one bookshelf. These are my favorite books, favorite pictures. I have crystals on there, but then you get to like the dining room. It's just mm-hmm. a mess. And there's things from like, a month ago that haven't been put away or haven't found a home yet or stuff that's been like, oh, I, I hate that area. And it, it is one of those ones where like, I don't even eat in the dining room anymore because I can't, I can't even, I feel like my digestion just doesn't want to sit there. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And, and when you have places like that in your home, for me, there's a few things going on there. Cause like I said, there's like the visible layer of like what's going on in your home. And then feng shui is really acupuncture for your home so we're working on the invisible energies which is like a lot more detailed and it's like when people like join our program we do work with them but like when we see areas that like constantly clog up with energy with with clutter um that for me is like a little red flag of like "Mm, maybe the invisible energy isn't that happy there maybe it's just like creating this stagnancy so coming back to like feng shui being acupuncture for your home think about like a little pond of water you know how it can go all smelly and stinky and clogged up um and that's like what stagnant energy kind of looks like and you're just describing your dining room going like oh I don't even want to eat there it makes me feel gross like of course it would because it's literally kind of like that stinky pond you know Mm. and nothing is moving and you know feng shui is about the flow of things and you know you're just describing your bookcase and having your crystals and the things that you love 
like even your voice sounded different talking about that area to your dining room you know like it really energetically or even just in your own at your own without even knowing it the way you describe the two parts of your home was completely different so that's where you're like okay well you want to want to spend more time in that area whereas those other parts of your home is, is like having it like that is depleting you you know it's creating that bit of heaviness blocking that sense of things that could be flowing and each part of your home represents a different part of your life and business um a lady literally just messaged me today on facebook um saying that she had read my article that was in the New York Times and she had bought my book and she couldn't believe how when she found her career area of her home it was the one area that was completely all clogged up and really messy and wasn't um it was really blocking the flow of things and she's like that's exactly what's happened since I moved into this apartment so it's like literally your apartment or your home is like kind of reflecting back into your life and that's the powerful thing about feng shui is that every part of your life represents a different part of every part of your home represents a different part of your life so again back to that idea of your home being like a person it has organs you know like our, our body has a heart and lungs and they all have their own separate jobs to do and it's the same with your house so your house has like the career area. So just for everyone here, it'll be important for you to know your career area is the north part of your home. So irrelevant of whether that's your bedroom or whether it's your bathroom or, you know, whether it's that dining room <laughs> that you, that you're talking about, that part of your home is, is, it's impacting the energy of it, the vibration of it. So if it's not alive and vibrant and ha- and if it does have things that are kind of like, you know, a stale or not happy, that's going to be impacting that part of your life and directly impacting it. Okay. Well, I have to go through my head. I'm kind of like, oh my God, I don't even know which direction my house sits. Like I have a general idea where West is. I'm like, okay, where's South? Where's East then? (laughs) Only because my living room faces West. So yeah. Well, I'd like, that's great. And the thing is, you know, often people go, oh my God, that's so confusing. And, and that's when I got my first book about feng shui back when I was 15. I was like, oh, I'm not sure. Like, I'm not a technical kind of person at all. And I was like, I don't know where these directions are. But now it's a lot easier because we have on our iPhones or your Android, you can download the Compass app and like find where that area is, you know, yeah. and, and give yourself a, an opportunity to kind of look for that area. And it, it really does make a difference. You know, um, I always t- like tell this crazy story about one of my very first feng shui clients. And I went, arrived at a really, really um, old farmhouse in like the, in the, the depths of the countryside in Ireland. Um, and we were walking around the space and I do all my consults online now. We've an online program. But when I think back to these in-person ones, I was like asking this woman about this bookcase. And I said to her like, oh, tell me about this bookcase. Has it been you know, here for long. And she's like, well, I've lived in this house 38 years. And that was there when I got here. And I was like, okay. And I was like, what about the books? She's like, oh yeah, they were there too. I'm like, do you have any idea how they're long? And like 38 years minimum, they had been there. Like imagine the, that stagnancy. I was like, oh, imagine just like taking that up and they'd never been touched or read or anything. She's like, yeah, no, they're just been there. Um, and that's when we kind of like forget that we walk past things in our home every single day and we take it for granted and it is directly impacting our lives. Um, and this is where, for me, one of the biggest things for anyone who's listening is to like look at your artwork, like have a look at the artwork on your walls and 
just see what's it saying to you. Like, what does it represent? Um, in our house in Ireland, um, our uh, master bedroom, we originally de- decorated it. Um, our love and marriage area happened to be at the end of our bed. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. I'm going to get a beautiful picture of a couple. So I bought this beautiful image of a couple together. And it reminded me of my husband, me of my uh, our first date. So I put it up and never thought about it again, like hung it up, you know, a couple of weeks later, my friend comes to visit and she's like, oh my God, look at the amazing, that picture. And she's like, oh, look at, look at this, Marley. And literally from between the day of me hanging the picture and um, between the day of me hanging the picture and her coming to visit within a few weeks, I'd got a dog that was identical to the little one in the, in the picture oh. and had never realized, like I hadn't been like, oh my God, where's my dog or anything like that. It just had kind of occurred that the neighbor had like found this, had, had rescued this dog. So that has happened so many times with my clients over and over and over again, when they realize that the things that are on their walls have literally been either helping them attract what they want or, or actually attract what they don't want. So a lot of single women have images of like single pictures, single women and their walls, like one dancer or one flower or one boat. And it's all this kind of singular things. Um, whereas if you wanted to, if you want to be in a relationship, you, the images you need to have around you need to be symbolic of that. They need to have pictures of pairs. They need to be couples or two lovebirds or, you know, as swans that, that mate forever, you know, so needs, you, you can really make a huge difference in your life and your home by looking at what you have hanging on your walls. Well, that's, that's good to know. Cause I, I feel better now because all the artwork on my wall, either I have created or is of me and my family or friends. Beautiful. That's beautiful. And, and that's great, you know, and, and as long as you look at each of those pictures and like, Oh my God, I love that picture of that picture. I had um, uh, a lady where I was like, Oh, that's a great picture of you and your family. Like the great position for it. And she's like, Oh yeah. Then, then she, her face all went like funny. She's like, Oh, that was that. Like we had a huge fight just before that picture was taken. And I was like, Oh my God, like get rid of it. No kidding. Why would people have that? Though? You know, it's like, make sure. Yeah. Like, and we don't even realize, um, we're just like, oh, the picture is nice, but like the energy and the timing of it was not a positive time. So maybe I'm sure you, that she had better ones that she could have put up. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of um, thought that needs to go into things like that. Okay. So that we often just take for granted. Yeah. Okay. So what, what is at least one tip that are, would be really helpful for introverts to have something that's comfortable for them, but also having something that won't make them like stagnant. Cause I feel like with introverts, we want to keep, we want to be comfortable. We want to be able to have our own kind of like our own little space, but we also don't want to get stuck there. And I feel like that can be yeah, a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I love like recommending bringing in fresh flowers and um, images of like trees or um, of nature, bring in some plants, you know, things that represent growth. And that's like, uh, and that's also like, they all represent like natural growth and that rhythm of life that's like natural and positive. So they're like my favorite things to kind of, to bring in that sense of like movement, but it's not like a lot of movement, you know, it's just like, so there's just that sense of growth um, is what you'd like to, would, I'd recommend bringing in. Okay. That'd be really helpful. Like, I, 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 luckily I still have, I have lots of plants in my house. I'm kind of a green thumb. So there's like half my dining room is like stuff and then the other half is like a garden 
Oh, lovely, lovely, lovely. Imagine when you get all the stuff out and you put the plants in. It's going to look so much, you, you just like allow the plants to kind of be like, oh, we're so happy here. Yes, they'll have more like circulation of air and it won't be feel so crowded. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, that's very helpful, especially exactly, with some exactly. people because having also the plants there, I feel like kind of makes them remember to like move. Because sometimes we can literally sit there and read for like a whole a whole day or watch a whole series of TV in like a day and a half. Like having a plant, you're like, I need to open the window so I get sunlight. I need to water it sometime this week. Yes. So yeah, I yeah, feel- exactly, exactly. And I think that. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, that was fine. <laughs> Um, in terms of, you know, that whole idea of like the, in, the that introvert part as well, it's so important to, to make sure that what you have around you, like nurtures you. So like, you know, softness is really, you know, soft, um, blankets, softness, things that are like really, um, nurturing is, is really positive. Um, so, and then again, also colors would be things to be mindful of. Like, so I would kind of limit the amount of blue, um, like especially dark blue, dark blues and, and dark, darker blues. They're all like the element of water. So that can be quite cooling and dampening and slowing and kind of emotional, um, Whereas uh, then if you were into, like, so maybe, it, you know, if an invert, introvert needs to bring a little more energy into their life, you could bring a little bit more um, red or orange or pink in to kind of like give that sense of energy, but not too much. Oh, no. no. You, you don't want like all the walls to be a red. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like that, that actually I've had a client who had one really big red wall and once she cleared that she when she moved in she started having these crazy outbursts of our anger that she had like never had before and it was a real shift and she's like what this is crazy and now she does it now once she painted she's like I've kind of gone back to me to normal and the only thing that changed was the was the um was sorry my brain the um the red paint uh yeah it was the red paint Oh, yeah, I know. That happened to my brother when we were in high school. He decided my parents finally allow us to paint our rooms. And I went for, like, a grayish green as, like, a feature wall. But he yeah. did his red in, like, bright, like, fire hydrant red. Like, it was okay. It was jarring every time I opened his door. And he was a little more yeah. aggressive and a little more just quick to anger, which is very strange for him in my family because he's the calm one in my family. He's the, like, very quiet soft one that also have like this random outburst we're like what happened do we need to change this room <laughs> isn't that so interesting and the thing is we don't realize like i've had clients who um one of the places that we tell people to avoid fire element is in the kitchen and try and fire like red and that, that into the kitchen um and one lady messaged saying that she had taken my tip on board had got rid of her red kettle and red toaster that she had in her kitchen and um, and the only place that there was ever any disagreements or arguments in her home was around the kettle and the toaster and once she changed them they stopped oh that would be very useful luckily my, my kitchen is very neutral so i feel like that's that's good I might, I might add some blue Sunday. Yeah, you can bring a small bit. Like in general, I'm kind of not the biggest blue fan in the kitchen or anywhere, but yeah, you totally bring in some. Yeah. I was thinking like a black splash with like little splashes of blue in there, but I'm deciding it. Cool. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. This, this is actually very helpful because I feel like um, our homes are very important to us, especially as introverts. Like that's, that's where we, need to recharge is where we need to harmonize. So this has been very 
very good, helpful tips. And so what is the name of your book? So if everyone wants to see some more info on so how to add more. Yeah, so my, my book is, um, my book is um, called The Happy Home. Uh, guide to creating a happy, healthy life. Um, if you happy, healthy, wealthy life, if you go to patricialower.com forward slash book, um, I also give um, access to a manifesting, um, training that I did. So you get a free training as well with the book. If you, um, if you want, uh, to, uh, yeah, if you want to get the book, um, and in terms of just small tips to get started and all that, I have loads of, um, content on my, um, on my website, patricialova.com. There is plenty of tips to get started, one minute videos. And I also do Q and A. Um, I do Q and A live, uh, lives on my Facebook page every Thursday where people could submit their questions and I will answer them um, on a Thursday at noon Irish time. Okay, that's great. Yeah, I will definitely be linking this on the blog post. So if anybody wants to see anything through the podcast, that it'll be linked in there. It'll be linked in the blog. So we'll be able, to, everyone will be able to find it later. So thank you for coming on. This was definitely very helpful. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Have an amazing day. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon, where you can get more info, check out products. Hit me up on Instagram at The Introverse Bubble or Courageous Creativity.